The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. There may be occasional content that offends you or that you find irrelevant. If that is the case, we are doing our job. Accordingly, listener discretion is advised. Outlaw Radio is not for everybody. Neither is Kim Chi. Doohickey, you know, the doohickey that rolls. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! This is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> it's Robert Hayes. I'm here on Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt, a.k.a. The Weasel. We are here to drink. We're here to smoke. We're here to interrupt. You may drink. You may smoke. You may interrupt. But I'm here to... F- Hi, this is Chuck Woolery at Lighten Up Lounge on Outlaw Radio. There's lots of fun, guys. Be back. Two and two. Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink. We smoke. We... Interrupt. Everything happens so close to showtime. I get this uh, inbox, Magic Matt. Great to see you in the Z100 movie. This just happened uh, two minutes ago. The story about the T-shirt and the limo and Scott Shannon, the program director, hotlining you are obviously classic. Yeah, da 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 da. Hope you're well, Robbie Bridges. I like this Robbie Bridges. He was one of those uh, young bucks, young uh, baby DJs when I was in New York City. And uh, he's gone on to become program director at many radio stations across the country, big time stations. And a really good guy. And then his country station, where the hell was that? DC? What are the big uh, radio markets? He would have me blow the five o'clock whistle once a year <laughs> via. Uh, Hollywood Kelly. So anyway, what uh, I, I have no idea that the Z100 movie is out or released. No idea they did a deal. It seems like someone from that camp would let me know, wouldn't you? Ralph, you're in the entertainment industry. It's not time to release it. They just missed the award season. <laughs> so, <laughs> this could win. I mean, I, you know, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I, I know the working title was From Worst to First, The Story of Z100. Is he there? Laura? Hello? Hello? Hey, Robbie. Magic Matt? Okay, here, here's the dealio. I get this message from you just a couple minutes ago about this movie, and I had no stinking idea this thing was released. So maybe it's not released, and you have some sort of a copy? I don't think so, man. It's on uh, Amazon. It's on the Roku. It's on uh, iTunes. It came out yesterday. <laughs> what? Don't you think someone from the Scott Shannon camp 
would give me a call or make me aware of this. I mean, don't you think that that would be the right thing to do, Robbie Bridges? I mean, I'm sorry Scott didn't call you, but that's what I'm here for. It's, it's kind of his, uh, you know, his trainee, you, his baby DJ. I figured I'd let you know, Matt. Hold on, you're his liaison. Is that what you are? I suppose you could say that. Yeah, more like his uh, his pool boy. But we'll go with that. Okay. How long is this thing, by the way? And don't say two. I mean, maybe it is, but uh, how long is this this movie about? It's an hour and uh, four minutes. Oh, it's not very long. Wow. No, so you can easily enjoy it this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have Amazon Prime, so I don't have to pay extra. I'm thinking, right? No, there's the catch. You do have to pay extra. It's going to cost you four ninety nine to get it. Hold on a second. You don't even get a free copy. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, I got to tell you, man, my life is in turmoil. <laughs> Remember when I used to be Magic Matt? Oh, those were the days. Yeah, I'm not even a four ninety five. No, that goes against everything. That I mean, Ralph, do you understand? I'm not being a cheapskate here. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you live with yourself. Uh, how, how many times am I in this movie? You're in it quite a bit. You have some good stories in there, too. And you look good, Matt. You, okay. look, uh, you look like a superstar, okay. which you are. Okay, now, Robbie Bridges, are you just saying that? Uh, be honest. I'm not just saying that. I'm, a, I'm your number one fan. You know that. You and I have been, uh, I've, I've been uh, writing you since I first heard you on the radio. No, I know that. Robbie Bridges is one of the, one of the good guys in radio, not simply because he understands a spectacular <laughs> radio talent, but he's a, he's a sweetheart of a guy. And... Uh, uh, you are, and you, you certainly are. But my... Well, by, by the way, can, yeah. can I just interrupt here and say thank you for putting me on the radio? This is a nice little surprise while I'm sitting here at home drinking. <laughs> okay. What, what is your quaff of choice today? I'm enjoying a, a New Amsterdam gin and uh, Stop and Shop brand tonic. <laughs> hey, good for you, man. That's a nice gin. That's a ni- nice um, day for a gin and tonic. What part of the country is the great Robbie Bridges residing well, if I can uh, throw a little plug in here, I'm programming a radio station in uh, New Jersey called 1071 The Boss. We play all the classic hit records of the 70s and the 80s. Oh, that's And cool. we're having a nice night here in New Jersey. And uh, I figured New Amsterdam was a gin that a uh, media market program director like myself could afford. <laughs> well, it's, it, no, it's a fine gin. I mean, you could do yeah, that. You, it, that makes a great martini. I, I've done that. I have some New Amsterdam uh, in the kitchen. Not the gin, just some New Amsterdam. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. She's about five foot eight. <laughs> big, big toes. Oh, God bless you. Big toes. Okay, my <laughs> listen. Here's this has been plaguing me because I'm honest as hell, a little too honest, which is why I'm doing a, a radio show from an 1876 Virginia City, Nevada style bar in my backyard. Uh, because I won't play the game, and I don't kiss ass. And and you might say, oh, Matt, boy, that's really big of you. No, it's been real detrimental to my career. I mean, in the big picture, the big scheme of things. But when we shot those pieces for this movie, and I watched back, I hated them because it looked like I had some kind of a frickin' goiter on my face, which didn't exist. It was the it was this goiter that was that has never been on my face, but somehow because of the way it was shot and the shadows, it looks like there's some protrusion, like that thing that used to be on Ellen Kay's lip so many years ago before she had surgery. 
So I, are, are, I, are you I jump in here and say something? Robbie, are you me. are you seeing this? Are you seeing that in this movie? I am not. And listen, this will be detrimental to my career. You look sexier on camera than Tom Pullman. <laughs> now, let me explain. Tom Pullman is a big time uh, program director who truly has his act together. This is a guy that's got his act together. He's been running Z100 in New York ever since a guy named Steve Kingston threw it under the bus and uh, was micromanaging and well, a little Hitler, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> and and if, <laughs> Robbie's laughing because he gets like, oh yeah, I know uh, Steve Kingston. Uh, but this guy, Tom Pullman, he's, uh, he's a genius. He's a genius programmer, great guy, loves radio. And uh, for you to say that I look better than Tom, is meaningless. <laughs> is meaningless. I mean, well, I'm not. Keep in mind, when I worked for Tom Pullman, he told me, and I am not making this up, that I sounded like a spaz and threw my air check back at me, and I, and I took it as a badge of honor. Yeah, that's nice. Well, that's from the <laughs> that's from the Scott Shannon School of uh, of programming. But maybe better. So there you go. All right. So it's a it, it's an interesting flick, uh, and it's called. Is it called From Worst to First? That was a working title. Yeah, it's called Worst to First, the True Story of Z100, and uh, it, it's really true. You look great, and your stories are very funny, Matt, so people should check this out if they'd like to hear about your history. They really should. All right. Well, that's so nice of you to say. And you're, and you're running a radio station in New Jersey now? I am. Yeah, it's a classic kids station here in New Jersey, independent owner, and uh, my wife and I do the morning show together, and we have uh, Kid Kelly is doing a show for us here, and we've got Ross Britton working for us, so it's a fun little operation. Wow, it's a fun little operation with uh, without, uh, well, with Sans Magic Matt. You know, I, I, I guess the phone must have rung, but I didn't hear it. <laughs> why am not I not involved? Do you I like can't afford you, that's you, why. you like Kid Kelly? See, and that's therein lies the problem in the industry. And that Ralph, oh, I was. Do, do you do you know this is true? This is the honest to god truth. They, they think you're unapproachable. That your your cue is too high. Y- yes. God damn it! Hire me. <laughs> All right, I'll call your agent on Monday. You got it. Well, I like this, Robbie Bridges. Thank you for the good news. Uh, the the better news that I don't look like some heinous uh, uh, monster in this damn movie. This makes me feel good. It's called From Worst to First, and believe me, I get no residual. I get nothing for this except to say that Scott Shannon is the world's greatest top forty program director, and this is the story of a station that was. You talk about a baby radio station from Newark, New Jersey. And all of a sudden, it became number one in the on the entire planet. I mean, the biggest ever, from worst to first. Well, I may have. To, I'm not going to pay though, so I got to I got to send a note to Scott, and he'll ignore it. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, imagine, mad you cheap, you cheap bastard. Hey, you cheap bastard. Why don't you cough up four ninety five? Say, well, how much did you pay me for my segment? Yeah. Okay. How about pay ten ninety five? Click. <laughs> say, hey, Scott, did you hang up on me or did you just say click? Then I'd hear click. <laughs> All right, the great Robbie Bridges. I love that. Yeah, God, he's, I was going to call him a kid. Are you in your 40s yet? Uh, I am 40 this year. Wow. Happy birthday, my friend. Good man. Thank good you, man. brother. It's good to talk to you, Matt. Call me and we can actually talk like friends sometime. That'd be great. I'd love to. Well, what was this? Well, I just, I mean, I'd like to talk to you like people and not like radio goons, you know? No, they, they, this is the only way I talk to anyone. He, he can't talk right, unless fine. he's on Well, the then mic. I'm glad you called. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's a good guy. He's a smart guy and he's good on the radio, too. 
He's good. Thank you, man. That means a lot to me. I mean that. It does. Yeah. Well, you are. And I'm just thinking the more ass I kiss here, maybe I'll get a gig on that New Jersey station. Listen, I got to go, okay? Yeah. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> click. Did he, say, did he say click or did he hang up? <laughs> Robbie well, Bridges. Hang up, yeah, but I'm going to. All right. You guys. All right, right my friend. Okay. All right. Puts Kid Kelly on there. And, and Kid's a buddy of mine. I love Kid Kelly. But he hadn't called me. Oh, my God. I'm too unapproachable. I'll be in a friggin' rest home in the next four years and, st- and still unapproachable. Oh, he, he must have decided that was the place for him. <laughs> that northern Nevada rest home. Yeah, good guy. You can tell he's a good guy, right? He did. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, out of the blue, Tony Orlando called me a couple days ago. Out of the blue... And uh, I wish I could go into the entire conversation, but uh, suffice to say, he was he was listening to Outlaw Radio and thought it was the greatest radio show on the planet. And then and then he followed it up by saying, he said, "I I'm too old to kiss ass, Matt. I want you to know that what I'm telling you is the honest to God truth. That this is the best, and you may be the best host." of all time. He said, I'm not trying to get my record played. You know, he went out of his way to explain this. He said, I'm making this call because I, I was listening and my wife and I were listening to Outlaw Radio and it was the greatest. And uh, I wish I could be like you. And I said, well, you know, I wish I had your hits. Did you tell him you take a little payola? <laughs> yeah, I certainly, I certainly <laughs> would. You got anything new there, Tony? But he said, I, I mentioned that uh, that was on Wednesday, right before I went to the poker game. And he said, hey, my son, he, he played in the uh, World Series. He's a poker player, too. So he sent me a text and supposed to get together with his uh, son, who, if he's anything like Tony, he's got to be a great guy. And then last night, Mark C.G. Boyer and I, you know, I thought, okay, I don't get out much. Let's go have some prime rib. And everything was going along along swimmingly. I had a couple margaritas. Oh, that's and, a downfall. And then the prime rib, <laughs> the prime rib arrived, and that was good. Everything was good. It was a great little time. Sitting there at the bar, uh, found a couple fans. You know, I searched for them. <laughs> and it was a husband-wife team, sweet people who lived in Burbank uh, forever. They were in the TV business. Worked at NBC. And anyone that worked at NBC back in the day, which was my favorite network as a kid because of Bob Hope and Johnny Carson, that was always the network that if I was going to be associated with a network, that's the one. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, that's a thing of the past. That doesn't exist anymore. No, Jeff Zucker took over. Yeah. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, and he leaves with about a gazillion dollars. Yeah. There's a spanking for you, Jeff. How come when I get fired, no one gives me a million dollars? How about that, Ralph? <laughs> you have a lead parachute. Yeah, a lead parachute. Isn't that fun how life works? Yeah, so here, here's the upshot of this. Prime rib, great. Get the check. And I know in my head how much everything is going to be. With tax and everything. In my head, boom. Uh, I should have been an accountant, for God's sakes. And it's about 20 bucks more than it should be. And I noticed that instead of $29 for the prime rib, they they uh, they made it $39. These were not big prime ribs. These were at the most 12 ounces and maybe 10 ounces. $39. And I said, hey, you, you probably just want to fix this. And he said, no, you ordered the 12 ounce. I said, I did. You know, here's what I'm looking for. I'm just looking for a night with with no horror or conflict. <laughs> I'm just looking for a nice 
time. A nice mellow time. No exaggeration. Just just a little fun. Just a, some quiet time. Enjoying some red meat. <laughs> but there's always something. And, I, and, he's, and he's arguing with the order. I said... Hand me the menu. Yeah. It, there's only one prime rib on the menu, and it's $29. I said, you don't even give us an option here. <laughs> said, well, you know, yeah, you said the uh, 12 ounce. I said, I did not. I said, Mark, did you say 12 ounce? He said, no, I, didn't, no. I didn't know there was a choice. <laughs> because there isn't. <laughs> so the, the, he brings the manager over, and I explained to the manager. I said, why? <laughs> why are you doing this? And this is, Ralph, you, you go out to eat quite often. You know this is an old restaurant gambit. This is a game that's been around for a gazillion years. And what they'll do is they'll up the price or they'll add things to your bill. If you don't catch it, then it's on you. And I, I would have to say half or the majority of folks, I don't think they even check the damn bill. Do you, Ralph? I do. I'll I'll just give it a quick scan, unless it's grossly yeah, overpriced. Right, I, I don't notice. Yeah, I believe me, I, I knew exactly where this would be, right. and I was tipping this guy thirty percent, and and so now what, what he did was just screw himself out of another ten bucks. You should have told him he chose a ten percent tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I paid cash, so it wasn't any of those uh, those choices on the. You didn't have a choice of the prime rib. No, I did not. No, I did what not. What really, what really got me was yeah. when the manager came over. And he understood what you were saying and apologized. Right. And gave us the the yeah, nine price. He said he was pointing to the menu. Says I'll, I'll fix that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, no, you're not. No, you're not going to fix. There's nothing going to. You're not going to print new menus. No, you're not. And what you, what you've been doing, you've probably been doing this to customers constantly for years. Nobody checks it out, and they pay the extra twenty bucks. Why, why can't folks simply be, I don't know, there's a word I'm looking for. It starts with an H. Honest. honest. Just honest, especially in a business. And I had such a good time there. And I'm thinking, man, I could do this every couple weeks. This is a fun place. and But now I he just screwed the experience. And the guy's not even a millennial. <laughs> Can you go figure? Anyway... Uh, Bob Saget's death caused by accidental head trauma. I bring that up because uh, this this whole thing just blows me away, man. The, somehow the guy smacks himself in a hotel room in Orlando in the back of his head, doesn't realize how bad it was, <clears throat> jumps into bed, and in a hemorrhage, blood all over his brain, and he dies. And it just seems like, and I'm no conspiracy, I'm the opposite of a conspiracy uh, theorist. I am the opposite. But what the hell, what really came down here, Ralph? Doesn't this blow your mind? The, the first rule of, of major concussion, don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. And I can't believe he wouldn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there were some uh, there were, uh, downers or some medication. He was on antidepressants. So, so he's on antidepressants. I wonder if that's... Anti-anxiety medication. I wonder if that figured into this at all. I don't know, but they said his skull was was fractured. Yeah. Yeah. So, listen, and they say no foul play because there's no proof of foul play, but damn it, someone could have simply... 
hit him in the back of the head with something. And why the back of the head? Well, that way, when he's found dead, they don't see what happened because it's hidden by his hair. And and tucked him into bed, much like Marilyn Monroe's death. And by the way, let me repeat, I'm not into conspiracies, but I do think that she was, <laughs> Marilyn was killed. Oh. You, you do? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that was just, uh, <clears throat> and that chick from the game show, she fits into that too. Uh, what's her name? Uh, ah, not Dorothy, but she was on Truth or, not, uh, Diane. to tell the truth. Huh? Diane something? Yeah, no. no. But this, the, uh, Cal, Susan. Cal, Cal, Cal she had an Irish last name. And she fits into this Dorothy whole... Dorothy Kilgallen? Yes, Dorothy Kilgallen. Nice nice poll there, Mark C.G. Boyer. To tell, the, to tell the truth. She died shortly after Marilyn Monroe in the same way. You think she was sleeping with the Kennedys? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't as hot as Marilyn, but who was? <laughs> who was? And by the way, were they that picky? No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if there was a vagina on that body, I think uh, the Kennedys were hitting it. What was more deaths, the Kennedys <coughs> or the Clintons? Yeah. People around them. Yeah, boy, they are. They're cut from the same friggin' uh, pile of crap, aren't they? Man, how can you say that about JFK? He just died. <laughs> Uh, Joe Rogan is falling back on comedy um, in his latest attempt to evade the cancel mob. But I like his quote. He said, I talk S for a living. That's what I do. And it is. It's what he does. And the whole Joe Rogan thing is an interesting thing because his shows are not... Take it from me, if you haven't watched, they're not that entertaining. What? But what'll happen within a, a month of shows? There'll be something that is very interesting that hits the news, and because he is now a name, making a hundred million or more a year on a podcast, all of a sudden this guy's a genius. I mean, nothing against him. I think he's a funny guy, and and God bless him. Uh, God love him. Which brings me to my next quick topic. Oh, I got a lot to get to on the show today, even though I got about two hours of sleep. I was up till six this morning working on crap. Oh, yeah. Not this show, as you can tell, but (laughs) other crap. If you go to buzzsprout.com, B-U-Z-Z-S, Prout, buzzsprout.com, and punch in Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio, (coughs) there it is. We finally have a podcast, my friends. The Magic Matt podcast on buzzsprout.com. And punch in Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. It is the podcast that. Uh, Who is and, Buzz Sprout? I don't know. What's Buzz Sprout with you? Mm. What? <laughs> it's, it's a, Buzz Lightyear's younger brother. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, Buzz Sprout. It's a podcast company, mm. and there we are. And they make it real simple, and you punch it in, and you click on it, and you can listen to your favorite episode. And it's cut into pieces. I got uh, Rick D's up there right now, Tony Orlando, and. Mm. The one that is enjoying the most downloads, Lori Downey Jr. singing Imagine. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty funny. <laughs> I have a lot to get to next on OutlawRadioLive.com, a.k.a. the big dog of broad chasing, meant to say casting. Oh, by the way, Adele, you know that biggin? She's slammed for saying she loves being a lady.
Radio.